Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Welcome to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm your host, Rob Shooter, and it is Tuesday, which means our dear friend, Delana Dixon, joins us. Hey, Miss D, are you there? I am, and happy 4th of July. Happy 4th, Miss D. I hope you have a lovely day. You're down with your family in Georgia? I am. I came down here. I'm getting the swimming in, the burgers, the red, white, and blue, the whole family (laughs) experience. Fan. Fantastic. I'm in the city and we miss you. Let's jump into the show. What time is it, my friends? It is it's tea, tea time. time. Great story at the top of the show. So Kate Middleton is saying that seeing Harry and Meghan after the Queen's death was one of the hardest things she ever had to do. So we already know that Meghan Markle really struggled with the Windsor walkabout. Remember that? After the mm-hmm. Queen died, Kate, William, Harry and Meghan, they all greeted mourners outside Windsor Castle. Well, now we are finding out for the first time it's been revealed that Kate found those moments to be really, really difficult. One insider is saying, quote, that walkabout was one of the hardest things she ever had to do. This is all coming from a new memoir, King Charles, and the author reveals that the Fab Four put on a united front for the mourners, but behind closed doors, it was an entirely different story. Quote, it it was Prince William's idea to put on a show of unity, a gesture that would have deeply touched his Christian grandmother. She was deeply religious, but sadly, it was all an illusion. And Kate even later admitted to a royal aide that that was such a difficult thing to do, which leads me to ask, Miss Dear, have you had to suck it up with relatives, with family members? What do you do? 
Um, okay, first of all, if the royals think they invented this, uh, hello, <laughs> every family goes yes. through this. When you have to be with those family members, you just can't stand. But you got to put on a good front. Um, a lot of you now, you're celebrating the fourth today. You know you're going to be putting on some smiley faces when you wish you could be <laughs> saying some naughty words. I get it. So, I mean, okay, do we really need to know this? We know you guys don't get along greatly. Do we have to be told that this was so painful for you? Suck it up. Suck it was it your grandmother's funeral, you know, yeah. the queen. If nothing else, you should be talking about reverencing her, not about the fact that it was hard to walk next to your, your sister-in-law. Nobody right. cares about that. Everybody right. was caring about that moment. Yeah, it's a little mm. like, boo-hoo, you're a princess, he's a prince. <laughs> like, calm down, everybody. Every, you have a fabulous life. And also, too, it's Windsor Castle. Who is lucky enough to say they live at Windsor Castle? Absolutely. So there's a part of this that really rubs me the wrong way. But then what I think is so interesting about it, and the reason it's the lead today, is you're right. It's the fourth, and I think a lot of people are going to be spending time today with family members who might rub them the wrong way. You know, Misty, a couple of weeks ago, I was back in Britain visiting my mum mm-hmm. and dad. And there is a sister, I'm not going to mention her, but there is a sister (laughs) that I, you know, we rub each other. It's not just me. I rub her the wrong way. She rubs me the wrong way. But I said to myself on the plane, for literally maybe seven hours, this is not about my sister. It's about my mum and dad. And they want Mm. us all to have a lovely day. They they really do. There's nothing, very few things that give them as much pleasure as seeing all five of their kids together and happy. And so I kept saying to myself, No matter what she says, no matter what she does, I'm not going to bite. This is about sucking it up for my mom and dad. Obviously, this is something that has happened to you too, Misty. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm here with my family and I love them dearly, but we can get on each other's nerves quickly. Um, We're all going to a memorial um, at the end of the week for my sister's father. He passed Mm. recently. And as it's going to be about her and him, but I know there are going to be moments when you just want to strangle each other. (laughs) And that's just a part of life. That's a part of family. In the end, they'll always remember that you are connected by blood. And so... While you may be mad at your family, if anybody tries to come in from the outside, and I think that's what William and Kate and Harry and Meghan need to concentrate on, you do need to be a united front against all the outside forces who want to take you down. Why are you taking down each other? There's so many people in line. Be there for each other. Yeah, it's so interesting. I think this is now beyond the point of being repaired. Like all my insiders tell me, they're never going to be friends, but maybe they can have a working relationship. Maybe they can be polite to one another. They can be in the same room as one another. That's what I think everybody is aiming for. But we want to know what you have to think about all this, which brings us to our poll question of the day. Kate Middleton said seeing Harry and Meghan after the Queen's death was one of the hardest things she ever had to do. Remember, this was before the book came out. So now it's going to be even worse worse our question is can you play nice with a family member who you don't like can you play nice with a family member you don't particularly get along with hey go vote on our twitter page at naughty nice rob our facebook page is naughty gossip and be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results hey misty what are you working on well this is rather sad news so robert de Niro is mourning his grandson Leandro de Niro Rodriguez, who mm. unfortunately passed at the very, very young age of 19. Wow. So uh, de Niro said in a statement, I'm deeply distressed by the passing of my beloved grandson, Leo. We're greatly appreciative of the condolences from everyone. 
We ask that we please be given our privacy to grieve the loss of our Leo. So Daenerys daughter, Drina De Niro, announced her son's death in an emotional Instagram mm. tribute to her beautiful, sweet angel. She talked about how much she loved him from the moment she felt him in her belly. She's mm. an actress and a filmmaker. You know, you have been my heart and joy and all that was ever pure and real in my life. Oh. And she doesn't know how she's going to live without him. So we don't know the cause of death, but there was drugs and drug paraphernalia found near the body. So, of course, other celebrities have reached out, including Andy Cohen, Naomi Campbell. Now, Drina is the eldest of of Robert's seven children. He adopted her in 1976 after marrying her mom, Diane Abbott. I mean, this is just horrible. You know, he has a lot of children. He just had a baby. How is he coping with the loss of his grandson, especially when he just gave birth to baby number seven, what do you think, Rob? Oh, it's heartbreaking. It is heartbreaking. We we see the reports by TMZ who are claiming that drugs and drug paraphernalia was found by the body. We have not been able to confirm that, but that's what TMZ is reporting. They're normally pretty accurate on this stuff too. It's very difficult being the relative of somebody really, really famous. And I think we've Mm -hmm. seen this throughout history. The children of superstars, the grandchildren of superstars, it's very difficult. I'm thinking about Lisa Marie Presley, Elvis Mm. Presley's daughter, who recently passed away, and she had a tragic death before she passed away. Her son also passed away. So there's something going on here. I think it's about extreme wealth, extreme power, never really having to to make your own way in the world. I'm not blaming the victim here. I'm trying to understand what this is like. I've met a few people who have very famous relatives, and I've got to admit, life has not been easy for them. They've had a really hard time, Miss D, making their mark, finding out who they are, really discovering their identity. And to be honest, the few people that I know, it doesn't matter what they do in life. They will never be as famous as their superstar parents. It is so tricky. Sometimes you wonder, is it a curse? Yeah, I mean, that's it's probably extremely difficult. I mean, because like you said, you just have everything. Everything is yes in your world. And so you're kind of seeking this path. And unfortunately, sometimes that can be found in drugs and alcohol mm. and bad behavior. Um, I just think that what's important, you hear about these uh, celebrity parents. One, they don't want to tell us about their children. Two, you, if they do, they're like, we don't spoil them because they need to set them up, that they have goals and ambitions yes. of their own and they actually have to work for things. Right. So the next time you think, oh, why don't you tell us about your celebrity kid or why are they not getting on, on uh, planes and flying everywhere? Because they're trying to say, listen, you need to know how to live like a normal person and realize that while I may be getting certain things, other people may either try to take advantage of you for that or may not offer that to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's tricky. It's really tricky. Eh? Talking about celebrity kids, moving along, Hayley Bieber is explaining why she wore a t-shirt with Nepo Baby on it saying, <laughs> I am one and I embrace it. So in a new interview with Bloomberg, she explained why she decided to lean into the fray. As she went on to say that she thought it was funny to wear the t-shirt and embrace the criticism about the benefits of 
of her famous parents. She said, quote, I'm just going to call myself a Nepo baby because I am one and I embrace it. She went on to say that it's just another example of how you can never actually please everybody on the internet and nothing is good enough. She said, there is never any winning on the internet. And that's what I've come to realise. The term Nepo Baby originated on social media as a way to point out individuals who have benefited from the privilege of having a powerful family. And we should make clear that this is obviously true for Hayley Bieber. She has famous, famous father. It's interesting because Tom Hanks, who is unsure if he likes this expression, he went on to say another way of looking at it is it's a family business. This is what we've been doing for and our kids grew up in the stardom, in the movie business. And so that's why they went into this path. But he did note too, that having a famous last name doesn't always guarantee a path to stardom or happiness. That is definitely true. And think about it. Lots of families. Our family business is actually criminal justice. Now, I chose not to go in it, but that's what my family does. They're, Mm. you know, wardens and and prosecutors and CSI. And so nobody's saying, oh, Nepo baby to them. (laughs) (laughs) or military families, or if your families are all doctors. It's just because we see all the perks that go with this. And it happens in politics, too. We see a lot of kids who follow their famous political families into the business. So, (laughs) um, yeah, sometimes you do have to embrace it. Look, my mom and I are in the same sorority. I'm legacy. You could call it Nepo. Hey, I ain't ain't mad at her. Uh, Thanks, Mom, for setting the path. Hey, moving along, somebody from SNL is having troubles, is stepping down out of the spotlight for a moment. What's going on? Yeah, so it's Bowen Yang. So he's stepping away from his podcast due to quote, bad bouts of depersonalization. Mm. So he's going to he's gonna prioritize his mental health. He stars on Saturday Night Live. He's 32. He said he'd take a brief pause and he, he wants to just kind of deal with it because it's effing him up bad. So he mm. wants to just do his best to get better. So please take care and, uh, you know, be be back soon, he said. This is what he wrote on his Instagram story. So he's been very vocal about his past. As we all know, he's part of the LGBTQ community. And his, his family sent him to gay conversion therapy Ooh. as a teenager. So even though we see him embracing his sexuality quite often on Saturday Night Live and in other projects, I'm sure that affected him deeply. And now he needs some time. What do you think, Rob? When when your parents are, don't allow you to be who you're going to be. It's really cruel, isn't it? We want unconditional love from our parents. And a lot of gay kids don't get that. We get conditional love. And they love us when we pretend to be straight and when we're really ourselves they don't love us. And so it's a very, very hard life lesson to learn. And I'm glad that he's dealing with this. He knows it's happening. And so what he's decided to do is instead of ignore it, instead of to push through it, Misty, he's decided to take a moment away, to step back from the spotlight, not do his podcast. I listen to it. It's really fun. It's a great, great show. So we will miss you, but I totally understand why you're doing this. And I think it's also a very good, clear example to everybody else. If you need to take a break, 
please, please take a break because no one can do it for you. You've got to do this yourself. Okay, quickly before we get a break, I've never noticed this about Carrie Bradshaw on Sex and the City and just like that until Sarah Jessica Parker brought it up. So have you ever noticed, Mm -hmm. Misty, that Carrie Bradshaw never, ever has a manicure, which is certainly out of character for the glamorous life that she lives on Sex and the City. So she revealed that it is because of a practical reason that we never get to see Carrie have a mani. The first reason is that Carrie is a writer, and so she said she's sort of expressing herself through her words, not her nails, but she said the real reason is that they don't shoot the show in order. So they skip around when they shoot it. So from moving to scene to scene, it's practically speaking very, very difficult, very problematic to have a nail colour match in every single scene. So it's just easier and it doesn't get in the way. And she said it's really about speed and economy. Although uh, that revelation looks like it's going to change because I'm told in the Mm -hmm. new season, she does have a surprisingly bold manicure later on in the season. So interesting how they put together these shows, Misty, and it actually works works out better for Carrie, the producers, everybody, if she doesn't paint her nails because she's right. It would change colour too quickly, too often. It'd be so problematic, so she's better off without it. We hear you, Carrie. OK, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. Welcome back to the Naughty But I Show. I'm Bob Shooter with my dear friend, Misty. Hey, Misty, let's get to the polls. Da, da, da. Da, da, da. Thank you very much, everybody. So Meghan Markle and Harry blamed the Queen's death, COVID-19, for their career failures. They were saying basically they were just unlucky. What do you think? Is this is this right? Were they just unlucky? 85% said no, not about luck. This is an excuse. <laughs> I think I'm with the majority, Misty. Uh, yeah, I mean, blaming it on somebody's death and COVID. Uh, those are kind of like everybody goes through people dying in COVID. So uh, I just think, you know, sometimes we make the wrong decisions. And obviously, that's what's happened to them. But look, they're smart kids. They're they're beautiful, and uh, they've they've made a reality show about their lives. If they keep making that, I'm sure people will keep watching. So they didn't really fail. They just took a slight wrong turn, and they can get back on the path. They'll be back. They'll be back. Hey, and so will you, hopefully. Don't forget to vote on today's poll. Go to our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob. Our Facebook page is Naughty Gossip. And be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. And now it's time for our noises Nicest. of the day. Aww. Well, our nicest of the day is Kevin Federline because he's not going to force his sons or their sons, Britney Spears, to say goodbye to their mom before the family moves to Hawaii. Let me explain. So Kevin Federline and his extended family, including the sons he had with Britney, are moving to Hawaii next month Mm. from California. So now the former dancer, Kevin, is not going to force Sean Preston or Jaden James, who are 17 and 16 respectively, to bid their estranged mom farewell, according to TMZ. As we know, they have a very... A tough relationship with mm. their mother. Now, an insider told the outlet that he is encouraging them to say, you know, hey, mom, we're leaving, be well, but he's not going to force them to do it. You know, mm. and the source added that the sons have yet to make up their minds whether they'll visit the toxic oh. singer, but I'm just going to add. Boys, I know it's hard, but you never know when it's going to be the last time you could speak to somebody. So go say to your mom, we love you. We don't have the best relationship, 
but we'll miss you. Let her know. She needs it. She needs it. They've not seen her. She's not seen her sons in over a year. Some people say it's two or three years. So Mm. goodness gracious. But I do like here that Kevin is not forcing them to do anything. It's up to the boys. Okay, let's do our naughties of the day. Naughty, naughty, naughty. People are slamming Prince William for not reporting his $7.6 million salary to the public. So he's in hot water from anti-royal groups because his earnings from the Duchy of Cornwall have not been reported. So a change in the monarch and his heir is, is no excuse to roll back what little transparency there already is in the royal family. There is absolutely no reason why William's household cannot provide a full set of accounts for this financial year. They've just decided not to do it. Now he gets most of his money from the Duchy of Cornwall. What that is, is it's property that actually is owned by the state. He can't sell it, but he can manage it. Under Prince Charles, this property is making tons and tons of money, over $24 million. So it's a very nice thing to inherit. William now has it. He should have, though put forward all his documentation. He hasn't done it yet. King Charles released his household finances just a few days ago. William has chose not to do his just yet. William, get them out. Okay, let's end with a moment of Rob. You get a Rob, you get a Rob, you get a Rob. If you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. (laughs) Hang out with and learn from people who are smarter than you. Even better, find smart folks who you disagree with. That's the room you want to be in. Hey, that is it for today. Thank you so much for listening to Naughty But Nice with Rob and Misty Show, a production of iHeartRadio. Don't forget to subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. Leave us a review if you can. And remember, all together now, if you're going you're going to be be naughty, naughty, you you got got to be nice. Take care, everybody. Happy (laughs) Fourth. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.